Welcome to Squid Pro Quo, a Squid Game podcast where there are only three rules. One, a player is not allowed to stop podcasting. Two, a player who refuses to podcast will be eliminated. And three, the podcast may be terminated if the majority agrees. I'm Sean. I'm not. And I'm Mike. Oh, I was going to. Okay. You were you, you were going to say a thing over my intro. I, How dare you? I wasn't going to finish my intro. I was saying, I'm Sean. I'm not sick, but. Uh, my voice is still sick, so I'm sorry. I think you sound beautiful and great. Thank you. I but more importantly it. than that, Sean, we are squid boys. We are squid boys. Boys, squid boys. And But even more importantly than that, Sean, we are Ganbu. Yeah, we are. Does we are Ganbu, mean... and, and Ganbu share everything. Yeah. What is... You said you had a question for me. No, I was going to ask if we're Ganbu, but I know in my heart mm-hmm. we're actually Ganbu. That I'm glad you didn't ask. It would have been a little insulting. Yeah, because, I mean, we're clearly Ganbu. Yeah. If you'd had to ask, it would have been like, really? I mean, I, I, thought we, I thought we knew this, you know? Like, really, Mike? You really don't think we're Ganbu at this point? We do a Squid Game podcast together? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says Ganbu like, a, like yeah. being the Squid Boys with a That's Z. That's true. Squid Boys with a Z. Uh... We share we share everything as Ganbu. Do you remember who who said that uh, the podcast gave Howard Stern energy? It was your spaghetti story. They was it said, my spaghetti story? They said the spaghetti story had Howard Stern energy, and I said, "Oh, that's that's what they call him, Star Wars Stern." <laughs> I mean, and they and they call me Kingdom Hearts Kimmel, so we're good. Star Wars Stern, Kingdom Hearts Kimmel, we're... The Squid Boys. We're the Squid Boys, and we're Ganbu. Ganbu forever. Ganbu forever. Uh, speaking of sharing everything like Ganbu, Sean, <laughs> is there uh, maybe some uh, listener feedback we got for you to share yeah, as Ganbu yeah. together? Good, good, segue, that was a, good segue. That was a stretch of a segue. It was... No, you know what? As... as uh, So the goal is to see how many times we can say Ganbu, right? Oh, did we? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. I just it is now. Ganbu. As 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 Ganbu, I just want to tell you that you know, I I I think that was a good segue. Thank you. And I'm as your Ganbu, you. I want to say thank you for humoring me and telling me that was a good segue because it was not. Well, you know what? Good maybe thing we're Ganbu. Maybe I just have different standards. <laughs> I, that is very clear, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like us, uh, like us talking about if we're Ganbu or not. That did not need to be said. It's clear we, you have different standards. So on the on the O six seven and two forty relationship, uh, I can't remember their names, so I wrote down their numbers. Um, Diana, Diana, shutting me down, absolutely slamming me into the ground and saying, "No, you're wrong." Uh, said, Sean, I think that the attraction you see is more of a kindred spirits one. At least that was the connection I got from watching it. Um, I still think, like, like I, I don't... I don't think it was, like, your standard television when we get out of this, we're gonna make a, a life together kind of thing, you know? I just, I, I, I do think 240 kind of had a thing for, uh, for, for 067. Saibyok. Cy- Cybyuk. I, I think 240 had a thing for Cybyuk. Uh, I don't know if it was reciprocated. I, I didn't really get any reciprocating feelings 
but I don't know. Maybe it was just the way it played was played. I just wanted to give the update. Nobody else. I mean, maybe punched, they, maybe they you know. wanted to get away together to Je- Jeju Island. You know, you don't know. They might have. They might have. Who knows? But uh, spoiler alert for this episode <laughs> doesn't matter now. <laughs> not a spoiler. Jeju Island's a real place. Uh, that's not what I was. Anyways, on the fort front, on the fort fort front, Fortnite front, on the Fortnite front, the Fortnite, the Fortnite episode. On the Fortnite front, Fabio, and at first I didn't know if I wanted to read this one because it kind of is what we said we weren't going to read, but I think it's cute, so I'm going to read it anyways. And Fabio said, I will say that every once in a while, Kim and I will build a fort in our living room and spend the weekend chilling, playing video games, watching TV, etc. We do tend to just go the blanket over chairs route, but not without commandeering our bedroom and futon mattresses. Yeah, Fabio, that's exactly what we told you not to say. Yeah, but I think it's sweet. I, he's, you know, Shout out to Fabio. He's a real one. Shout out to Fabio. Fabio's a real one. I, Fabio I also, always... th- also thought the podcast comes out on Fridays, and that's a little Yeah, that was Fabio. really weird. That was He really thought that it came out on the day of the Anthem Report podcast, the longest-running Kingdom Hearts Like I'm going to compete with my own podcast, man. That's wild. That'd be crazy. Why would you do that? No. The also, Anthem Report would get blown out of the water. I can always count on posting some random shit in the movies channel and Fabio coming in with some with some thoughts. I can always count on him. Fabio's a very thoughtful dude. He is. Lots of thoughts in that head. But yeah. one of the thoughts that should have gone through his head is this story is exactly what they told me not to say. Oh, come on. Don't grief him. <laughs> we, already, we already griefed him. Unlike Jip, who we have not griefed yet. Jip, you suck. Yeah. Anyway, does, does Jip have a comment? <laughs> you, no, no, he didn't say anything. No, you didn't say anything. Jip Good. understood the assignment. Uh, and yeah, Jip probably didn't have a good fort story. Corn uh, did have a good fort story. So Corn okay. said, A friend and I made a fort in my parents' backyard growing up. They had a giant dirt trench along the outside of the backyard, and the neighbor behind them had a fence, so the fort had two walls already. The fence on one side and a mound of dirt on the other. We then used sticks and random shit that we found in the neighborhood to build the other walls and threw a tarp over the top for a roof. That shit was awesome. Sounds awesome. One day, one day, we used our imaginations and pretended we were living in the woods and needed to cook and started a fire in the fort. Well, oh, oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> Maybe don't do that one. <laughs> well, them sticks holding it up were dry and started to catch fire. I ran inside oh, to get my grandma. God. <laughs> I ran inside to get my grandma and she came out and stomped that shit out with her foot like the baddest bitch. She's 100% Trinidadian with the thickest accent and doesn't take shit. She then proceeded to yell at me and whoop my ass in front of my friend, so that was fun. She never told my parents, though, a real G. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's easy one emote, which I think is like Pepe, but like he's got like sunglasses or something. Oh, yeah, Hang easy, on. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just easy. Yeah, easy. So yeah, wow. that is, that's exactly the kind of story we were looking for. Thank you, Corn, for almost burning your neighborhood down, just so we have a good story on the podcast. Yes, yeah. 
I, I, I really appreciate the prescience that your younger self had knowing that one day there would be a podcast that would need this story. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Corn. You're a legend. And thank you to Corn's yes. grandma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stomped that shit out with her foot like the baddest bitch. And that is a quote. It's a good quote. It's it is true. a good quote. It's, uh, you were there? Yeah, I, I was there. Oh my god. I'm the friend that Corn built the fort with. Oh no, my I, god. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I'm not there. Oh my there. god. I'm just we're kidding. Here. Yes, I'm just I'm just farting around here, Sean. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to cover something up now. Uh, no, I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to live up to our our Howard Stern esque nature of our podcast. <laughs> because now in my head, like you time traveled back there, and this happened, and like now you're trying to hide that fact. No, no, I didn't do that. You didn't? You promise? If I if I had uh, if I had time travel, we're gone, I would. We're gone, boo. Remember yeah, we're that? gone, boo. I tell you the truth. If if I okay. knew time travel, I would like go back and like bet money on a Super Bowl or something. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't do anything like start a fire. I would go back and try to figure out how to make future self the most money possible. So that's what you would. We're just so off topic, but I'm gonna push a little bit further. So that's like if you have time travel, like straight in for personal gain. Yeah, what the fuck else would I do? <laughs> You're not gonna like kill Hitler or anything. Why he died? <laughs> Did he need to be killed twice? <laughs> oh, you're saying I should stop the Holocaust? Oh, 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 oh! I thought you meant like. <laughs> Go back and kill him before someone else did. Just like, like oh, I'm the one that killed Hitler. Hooray! <laughs> Sorry, I misunderstood the assignment. Uh, uh, whoops. <laughs> well, anyway, I apologize to... Uh, any of our Jewish listeners, I would definitely go back and stop the Holocaust. There we go. No personal gain here. All right. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> I'm glad I amused like that, you, Sean. <laughs> that, that actually hurt a little bit. Anyways, moving swiftly along. What would you guys do if you had time travel, huh? Who would yeah, you go would kill you? just before they died just to be like, I killed them? <laughs> you were like, uh, your first thought was like, Why, uh, what, I want bragging rights? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I want to be the guy that killed Hitler? Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, God. Because oh. if I go kill him as a baby, like, I can't brag about that. That's, that's the, that's a post credit scene in Deadpool 2, I think. He goes and kills Hitler as a baby? I don't know if he does it, but I think he goes back in time to it. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't really remember a lot about Deadpool 2. It might have been in, like, the super duper cut or whatever that they mm. released on on Blu-ray or whatever. Gotcha. Anyway, Sean, should we get into this episode, maybe? <laughs> we fucking, we really, we should swiftly get into this episode. So this episode is called, believe it or not, Ganbu. And Ganbu, they explain, uh, means best buddy, best pal. So 
Sean and I, Ganbu. That's us. And this episode opens, cold open, with uh, where we were left off last time. Uh, Junho, wait, John, John Ho, what the, what the fuck is his June, name? Uh, Gihon. No. Right? No, the cop. Oh, sexy cop man? I just said you it. Can just call, you can call him by his title. Sexy cop man. Yeah, don't be. What, why are you afraid to call Junho? It's Junho. I was right the full time. That's fine. Sexy cop man Junho uh, is on the loose. And so they have pulled everybody together in uh, out of bed, including our old man friend who has wet himself. And the guards are inspecting everybody. And as they go by, Gihan, good guy Gihan, mm-hmm. gives his jacket to put around the waist of number one to try and save him embarrassment. And he definitely appreciates this, this, this act of kindness. And it's just, it's just another uh, example of Gihan being a good guy. Wouldn't you agree, Uh, Sean? I would agree. I want to say also this episode, I watched with the dub because um, I was very busy. And so I needed, I needed to be able to kind of look away for a second and understand what they're saying. Um, wow, Sean cheated. Uh, I've watched the episode before. I, I, this is our second time through. Um, Gion's, I, I don't know. Should, I kind of really like his English voice actor. I think yeah, he's not bad, right? Really well. It does. I don't know about everybody else, but I definitely like. Yeah, two twelve is pretty bad. Yeah, I didn't think number one. I, I think number one doesn't fit the character personally. I, I, I like it actually because it's like yeah, like I said, it's like Master Splinter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like, I, oh, I, you know, oh, like you, you're right. Oh, you're yeah. so right. It is very Master Splinter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I definitely, I, I it's think like the trope Eons, of a, a wise old Asian man, you know. Yeah, I, I think Eon's English VA is really, really good. I think it really. I agree. Uh, uh, encapsulates or whatever that that character very well so back to the cold open they uh walk into the dr seuss room as i've been calling it and there are five bodies hanging one being the doctor and the other four being guards and the front man comes over the speaker and apologizes for them rigging the game so to speak and that it will not happen again and da 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 you know typical stuff that the front man would kind of say about fairness and everybody's kind of shocked at this especially Doksu who is uh you can he's grimacing quite a bit and he's like oh this this is not good you know yeah um, yeah 212 puts together that that's how Doksu was cheating mm. was using the doctor and they share a glance and anyway that's the cold open which massive tonal shift from our time travel stories yes yes definitely uh i'm just gonna get junho out of the way here because he doesn't yeah, okay. do much yeah. this episode the the episode mostly focuses on the game so i'm gonna i'm gonna get junho out of the way he's still in the records area taking pictures of pretty much everything he can with his phone and he hears a, f- a phone ring and he goes to see and he, he looks like he's going to answer it. And then the front man comes off his elevator coming to answer the Ooh. phone and he hides. Mm-hmm. Here's my question for you, Sean. Okay. 
the front this is obviously a big facility they're in right uh-huh how does the front man know his phone's ringing so my guess is somebody in the like command center said there's a call for you on this line and he said put it through to my phone upstairs and then went up to mm, answer mm, okay and that would explain why he gets there so quickly mm-hmm okay my second, the second mystery is he talks to somebody and he says, you know, there was a bit of a disturbance. We're taking care of it. It'll be taken care of before the VIPs arrive. Who's he talking to, Sean? Uh, do you want me to say who I thought the VIPs were when I watched it the first time? Sure. I, I thought they were winners of previous games. Mm, okay. I like that idea. I like that uh, that, idea. Was, that was my theory at that point. But it's clear who he's talking to isn't a VIP, though. No. Because he says that when the VIPs arrive. So I'm not quite sure who he's talking to. But anyway, he leaves, hangs up the phone. Junho decides he's going to try to dial out. And he hits 119. And I don't remember what the other combination is, but apparently these are things you dial out in South Korea. But mm. he doesn't. he doesn't get any kind of... He's trying to reach, obviously, and he gets nobody. So he stops, and uh, they don't do anything else with him that episode, right? That's it. I don't think I you see him at all. Anything else? I don't. I don't think so. So I think that's anyway. It. That's that's it for uh, sexy cop man. This episode. I hope you uh, you guys are sad about it. Uh, <laughs> no, I, Whoa, I don't. Oh my I don't god! I I meant I, to say I'm sorry to those who are sad about it, but uh, that came off. As... As this a, episode messes a, me up, all right? This as a representative sad. of the Squid Boys, um, I, I just want to make sure that everybody is very clear that uh, we don't ever want you guys to be sad, you know? We're, we're very... No, but we're Squid sad Game definitely sad. does. Squid, yeah, Squid Game, Game definitely wants us to be sad. It, and it, uh, uh-huh. So, there are 40 players left, and there wasn't a game last episode, so there's not really anything to, like... Well... Did you say, did you say there, there were there 40? were I'm sorry there okay. were 40 players left but yeah. the doctor is dead so they're 39. Uh, there's not really anything to like talk about as far as the money or whatever they added they obviously added more money to the pot for the one for the doctor dying and they get into that a very similar white room to the before tug of war I don't know if it's the same one or not I, I think it is and they are told to divide up into teams of two and find who you want to team up with and shake their hand to signify that you'll be teaming up with them for this next game. Here's my question. Okay. Did they purposely get down to an even number to play this game? Or do they choose the game based off of the number of people left? And it was just that by the time, like, the doctor was killed, it was too late to change the next game. So here's the thing. The game previous to this was Tug of War. Yeah. And they had 80 people going to Tug of War. And so Tug of War, they were controlling how many people were left, correct? So Uh, then the game... Yeah, yeah, because they knew that there were eight teams of 10 and half would die. Yeah. The game before that, however, was the Honeycomb game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they had no idea how many people were going to win or lose that. Yeah. But in between, there was the night of terror where they killed each other, right? Yeah. And again, I don't think they had any idea how many would be dead after that. 
But do you think they decided to end it after a certain number was reached? No, I don't. Okay. I think uh, there's a reason why they ended it, and I'm not going to say right now uh, because I feel like it reveals too much about later episodes. I, I but... just didn't know if that could be, like, another... Like... Yeah, okay, we'll talk about this again. We'll talk about this again later because I can't say yeah. what I'm trying to say without spoiling it. Yeah. Right. So they split up into teams of two, and they have 10 minutes to split up into teams of two. 212 is just being cringe. Yeah, so uh, watching the dub this time somehow makes the character worse. Yeah. I did not think it was possible. Oh my god, I can't stand her. She's bad, and... You know, the thing is, though, she's not far off from the, the subtitles, but they just add just these tiny little things that and make her voice. even more unbearable. Yeah, it's just the voice. I don't I, I hate her, <laughs> not the she, person voicing it, but the the character. Yeah, yeah you don't hate the actress. That's no. you got to be very clear there. But yeah, yeah, she's pretty cringe. She tries to flirt with Gihan. She tries to flirt with Song Woo, and they both do this thing that people do, and and I see it where like they won't tell her no, but they don't want to make eye contact with her, and that delivers yeah. the message kind of thing. Like they yeah. don't even want to speak to her. Um, uh-huh. It's it's almost like a politeness thing that people do, but it's like uh, you you could just tell her no, it's fine. Yeah, she's kind of crazy. It's okay. Sibyuk says hey you're embarrassing yourself stop yeah and that's when she starts to get more toxic and be like you guys are making a big mistake da, 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 da. so she walks off and gihan turns to sung woo and says hey sung woo and sung was like ali we should team up yeah and it's kind of awkward and he says you know we're, we're the smartest and the strongest i think we'll win if we team up together and Ali looks at Gihan like, uh, is this okay? And Gihan's like, oh, no, 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 no. He does like, oh, it's okay. Waves his hands around like, it's, it's yeah. fine, you know. Uh, Jesus Man and other guy in the group team up. Saibiok is convinced by 240 hmm. to team up together. And she uses the same reasoning that Saibiok told her she picked her for the tug of war that, hey, you know, I figured you'd go with me. And she goes, yep, that's what I'm doing right now. So they team up. Yeah. Gihan and number one have a conversation where... He gives him his jacket and says, you don't want people to think you're weird because you're not wearing a jacket or whatever. So here, take my jacket. But, you know, the the old man is kind of been is kind of like, yeah, we're not teaming up. Right. Yeah. Uh, Duck Su teams up with 278, who I really like in this episode. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> really, really like him in this episode. I don't like, like his uh, dub voice either. I, I actually like it. I think it's goofy and funny and it's I think it, it's just a, a little bit too cartoony, just a smidge. See, I actually like it in this episode. And the reason is this this episode's very serious and very sad. Mm. And he brings enough goofiness to kind of take away from the other okay. sad scenarios. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like him and him and Doc Sue are, are uh, not to spoil what happens, but they're kind of almost like uh, dick measuring as opposed to <laughs> competing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and I, yeah. I, I, I actually like that in this episode. I, I think the only part that like, I didn't 
Cause like there's there's just points where he's kind of like, Ooh, he, he, he. no, like, I love and those it. Are the, those love are it. the parts where I was like, okay, we're going a little. When he sticks his far. tongue out at him, dude. That's the best part. I'm like, I'm okay with that stuff. It was just kind of like, that I was like, all right, we're going a little, a little overboard, personally. But I also like what you're saying about it. Kind of releases the pressure a little bit. I get that. Right, because we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it anyway. Yeah, Gihan starts talking to number sixty-two, who's a character we haven't met yet, and sixty-two is really laying it on thick, man. He's like, "Come yeah. on, we'll be a great team." I turned down a bunch of people to be on your team, man. Let's. He's basically like, "Let's seal this devil's three way." <laughs> you know, like he's basically like just saying like all these like crazy things. And he's he like, goes, "I've no. been watching the show. I know you're the main character. Come right. on, Come let's on. do let's this. Let's team up. Let's do this." What are we waiting for? And yeah. he also mentions that there's only 39 players left due to the doctor being killed. And mm-hmm. that means the old man's probably going to get left alone. And this, you can tell Gihan is going to do the right thing here. Yeah. And he goes and, hey, old man, do you want to team up? And sure enough, they team up. And who gets left alone? Who gets left alone? Number 212. And we she don't... just starts begging people. No, no, you're making a mistake. We don't find out what happens to her this episode, do we? No, we do not. Um, but one thing that is interesting, she's you know start, tries to stop Doc Su and two seven eight, and she's like, "You don't want to team up with this guy. He was teaming up with that doctor. He was cheating." Da 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 da. da. And you can tell two seven eight considers it. Yeah. Goes, oh, uh, you know. But eventually they push her down you know they're yeah they're they're mean to her and then she gets taken away by the guards and the uh i the soldier's theme is very uh very yeah. heavy here like it's very yeah. like loud and very big part as she's screaming as they take her away um without spoiling it because it does we don't get it resolved in this episode i i got i got so mad when we find out <laughs> what happens following this yeah. and it made me so mad watching it again knowing where that plot line went i was just like mm-hmm. oh i hate i mm-hmm. hate this so much right yeah i know it's yeah i kind of figured watching it the first time because all the talk of fairness right yeah all the talk of you know no one's above anybody that kind of stuff yeah anyway um we get into the area where they're going to be playing the game and guards, each guard is assigned to two people and they start leading them away to, um, different spots of this kind of recreated small Korean neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And they find out, but before they find out, what did you think the game was going to be at this point when you were watching for the first time? No idea. The only thing is, that were popping through my head was like, is this going to be the craziest game of tag ever or like hide and seek? But I, I, I had no other ideas beyond those two. No, I had no idea um, what they were going to play. Um, but what does happen is they find out they're playing marbles first and Gihan and old man kind of celebrate. They're like, oh, we're playing marbles. We're both good at marbles and da 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 da. And we're we're uh we're we're Gangbu. We're Ganbu. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that and at first Gihan's like, I don't even remember what that means. And he goes, No, we're 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 best friends. He goes, Oh yeah, I had one of those and we share everything. Yeah. Da, da, da. 
And then they find out that dun 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 they are playing each other in this game whatever game of marbles they choose. And at this point I I think at this point um you know immediately what's going to happen throughout the rest of the episode. Oh, you think uh, so? Yeah, I think the pairings are very clear about who's going to make it. Hmm. Okay. I, I I think it's like pretty obvious which character is going to win in each, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I I think it still manages to I think I agree with you with the exception of one pairing and we can talk about it. Okay. Um okay. Although there's also one that I was not sure about, and I'm curious right. to see if it's the same one. But also the music, the music in this episode in particular is really, really good. Yeah, that piano theme is is yes. insane. Um, and when it first starts to hit, when you're realizing, oh god, they have to play against each other, and it's like cutting to everybody, and then something that I I mentioned episodes ago because I was like, this is setting something up that is really minor, but it's going to pay off in such a huge way. I had more of a reaction to the realization that, of course, the husband and wife were going to play together than anybody else in that room. Yeah, they don't show them after that, really. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah, no. It just they you see them once in this episode as everybody's realizing that they have to play against each other. And then that's it for this episode. We don't see the result of it. Right. But like you know that the result is yeah. one of them dies. One of them yeah. is gonna die. Yeah, and um, it's just very well done. Yeah, I agree. I I this is one of those moments I want to mention as well where um the actor playing Gihan just excels at showing that realization that turns into like mm-hmm. just absolute misery on his face. Right, mm-hmm. the old man. He he's you know. He's not. He. I think he's. This is this when he does the KH marble in the sun thing. I. Oh my god. I. You're right. And I. I didn't know. But you're right. Yes. I think. Yeah. That he is. grabs a marble and he looks at it in the sun like Kingdom Hearts two style. And and and. Hey, Gihan. They, but Gihan. Do you just know like, why the sun sets red? Right. Exactly. Um. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, Gihan. Yeah. Who will I eat ice cream with? <laughs> Who will I be Ganbu with? Sad guy hours. Immediately, people start playing. Daksu and his chief henchmen play. 240 and Saibyuk don't start playing. No. They decide, hey, if if we're going to do this, let's just do this right at the end. We'll play one round and we'll decide. And in the the meantime, let's talk. And I think this like cuts between all the different pairs. I think we should and take th- one at a time. I think so too. So let's start with Cybiok yeah. and 240. Um, and we learned some interesting things about 240. She killed her, her dad. She killed her, her dad, who was sexually abusing her her mm-hmm. and killed and, her mother. Yeah. And was a pastor. Which Which explains why she was so yes. anti pastor, anti Jesus with the guy earlier. And that she was afterwards, she was she served her prison time. And when she was released, she got the business card and came straight here, basically, and has yeah. nowhere else to go. And we find out, you know, Saibyuk, her mother was in China and got sent back to North Korea. 
and that mm. if she wins, she's going to use the money to get a house for her and her brother and get her mom back over there and maybe go to Jeju Island. And uh, 240 laughs at her and, you know, says, you could go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to go to Jeju Island. Yeah, and yeah. That she, a couple times while they're talking, she makes the mistake going, oh, when we get out of here, we can do this. And then she goes, uh. oh, oh, that's right. Um so they wait till the last minute to play and they play a game where, hey, whoever gets their marble closest to the wall thrown from here and Sybiuk goes first and she gets decently close and 240, who we find out her name is Ji Young, just drops her marble and says, oops. And Sybiuk, you know, argues with her and says, stop mm-hmm. playing cool. And she's like, you know, I don't have anything to go out there to. You do. Like. You know, you, you, you need to survive and win. And it's very sad. They, you know, they spend the whole episode getting to know each other. And the, uh, the, her elimination is probably one of the most haunting. Yeah. Eliminations we've had, uh, maybe since the guy on the slide. Yeah. Yeah. It happens in the background and then like it, it, on, like it focuses on, on Cybiuk as she's walking away and you just kind of see this blurry, like. Yeah, I actually have the blurry gif right image. here in front of me. I don't think it's oh. that blurry. I mean, it's blurry, but it's not that blurry. It's not. It's not super blurry. I just mean to say that it's. It, it's, it focuses it's, on Cybiok. Yeah. 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 The camera's not focusing on the background. It's focusing on Cybiok. Yeah. Uh, so when she goes all or nothing at the beginning, uh, do you think? Do you think if, at, if she was like, "I'm gonna do this." Like oh, from yeah. the beginning, yeah. She okay. knew. So do I. She knew yeah. because even before they play the game, even before they know what they're doing, she says, "I'll make sure you win." Yeah. So I think it's implied that she doesn't know what they're doing, but she, I think she's figured out that they're not going to be a team. She's an interesting character, and this choice is interesting because I feel like she's in a very different place than everybody else is. Right. Where they most of the people there have nothing financially, and I think her situation goes beyond that. Oh, for sure, she has nothing. Period. Yeah, and I'm not even sure that she's in financial trouble to begin with. Like, it would be very difficult to recover from where she is, but I don't think she's in nearly. Yeah, she's as not bad in debt. Place. She just doesn't have yeah. anything. Yeah, like at all. It's 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 a scenario that I think she could have bounced back from, but she doesn't care to because she has nothing. There's no life around it, you right. know. Whereas everybody else is playing to get rid of this debt to go to the life that they're missing, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It doesn't matter if I get the money. The money isn't the issue." And right. I, I think that makes her very interesting, and it. Ultimately, part of me when she does it is like I get it, right? Oh no, for sure. And what the uh, the scene where she ends up getting shot mm-hmm. to me says it all, right? Because she's standing there and she goes, "Cybiuk, thank you," but you you can tell she's she's satisfied with what she's done, but she's also very frightened, right? Yeah, you know she she's like shivering a little bit. She's like crying she's you know that there's it's um it's almost a melancholy feeling for her that she dedicated her life to letting someone else survive but also 
it's you know she's frightened because who and wouldn't be you know especially with her background of being raised by like a pastor and especially mm-hmm. a pastor that then uh, it seems that a lot of her disillusionment with religion comes from that relationship with her father so then i i'm sure i'm thinking way more about this character than the show intends me to but i would think a person like that would have a lot of difficulty with the question of what is what is next after i get shot in the head Mm -hmm. uh and a lot of conflict of what she was raised to believe versus what her beliefs have morphed into because of the people that instilled those beliefs in her hurting her. Right. So I, I think it's, I, it's a, I, it's a very complex place to be in, in your final moment. Right. And I think she does a very good job playing it and it's very sad. And this episode makes me very sad. Yeah. This is probably in retrospect, this is probably the saddest part of the episode. Well, no, no, I changed my mind. Yeah, I'm no, wrong. I. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about the other one in a minute. Um, before we talk about that one, let's talk about the goofy one, which is uh, Daksu and his uh, funny henchman man. And Daksu's getting his ass kicked at guessing marbles. And the idea with the a lot of a lot of different uh, groups are playing it this way, where you hold either odd or even marbles in your hand, and then the person tries to guess if you even are odd and then they bet a certain amount in their hand and they get that many from you if they guess properly. And duck Sue is getting worked. Uh, he has a couple left and he decides, Hey, we need to switch up the game. And something I find very interesting is he appeals to the guard saying, Hey, you know, we said we have to play whatever game we'd like. Shouldn't we switch up the game? And the guards just like, that's acceptable. Go ahead. So they they start playing a different game of kind of it's basically marble golf where they dig a ditch and <laughs> they throw they throw uh throw marbles at it and if you get it in the ditch you get all the marbles on the field. So we want to play and, another game. I need you to bring in a Nintendo Switch and give me a copy yeah. of Super Mario Golf All Stars. Yes, that's what we want to play, and specifically the uh, New Donk City level. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so they start playing that and uh, Duck Sue. Uh, ends up winning. Ends up winning all the marbles in a very big round. And uh, I like this part, like I said earlier, because they really, um, they really ham it up. You know, like they're they're, oh yeah, you asshole. Like they're really like going at each other. And 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 like I said, it it provides some levity between the more sadder duos that we run into. And I appreciate it for that. Ultimately, it's one of those ones where you know Daksu is going to win. He's the character they've put I, more time into. I actually wasn't sure. I I really thought this could have been the end of his character because I thought it would have been a satisfying end to his character. For him mm. to get beaten like this, I was like, maybe this is going to be the one part of the episode where we're like, okay, I'm, I'm all right with that. You know, so I, I okay. actually, that this was the one matchup where I wasn't sure who was going to win. So... I didn't feel that way about this one. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly because when I watched this episode, I assumed that them taking two twelve away meant she was going to survive. Yes. And I think they wanted to wrap up his story with her. That's what I thought at the time. I'm not going to confirm or deny that's uh-huh. what happens if you haven't watched yes. Squid Game. But that was my thought. So I thought, no, there's no way Doc Sue dies. I was hoping 
I shouldn't say what I was hoping for because that will give away. No, I'm never mind. I I thought the Song Wu Ali matchup was actually a little more and and you know in hindsight it's silly to think that because Song Wu's clearly if Gihan's one A, Song Wu's one B, right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is it felt but, like to me those were the two that were coming to a head. In the moment mm. I felt Oh, this could this could just be a crazy twist because, you know, this this show has um, at times really turned itself on its head or what you expect out of a show. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if there's one where they really want to pull things out, it's Song Wu dies here and then Gihan's mad at Ali. Right. Like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, that could be interesting. Um, that could be. Yes, that could be interesting. I, I'm not. That's not what happens, obviously, and we're gonna no. talk about it right here. Uh Song Wu and, and Ali playing marbles, and it's the character of Ali, it's so it's so unfortunate because he seems like the nicest guy that's ever existed. He doesn't understand what even an odd is. And Song Wu has six I, I, I don't think he understood the 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 word. Yeah, like no, no, in no, sure. I, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure people get it. like, like he understands the concept of what even an odd is. It's just when they said the word in Korean, he wasn't sure what the word meant. Right. So Ali, would, whether it's beginner's luck or what, he didn't play marbles as a kid, is just waxing the floor with Sung Woo at guessing marbles. And so Sung Woo has one marble left, and he begins to threaten. Song Wu and accuse him of cheating or threaten yeah. Ali and accuse him of cheating. And he starts grabbing a sociopath. him to the point where a guard pulls his gun on Song Wu. Like, hey, they don't like leave this, you know, no violence. Violent. That's one of the rules. You can't be violent with the person in this game. And, you know, Song Wu breaks down and starts crying. And he says, you know, I'm sorry. I should. I know you wouldn't. cheat. I, I just we, I. We need to. I, we both need to survive. And he starts. And you can tell he's really lying, right? Yeah, because he's like, a sociopath. It's just he's just shit faced lying to Lee. But Ali is such a nice, naive guy that he's like, okay, I can save Sang Wu too. And I don't even know if it's. I don't know how much of it is him being naive, and how much of it is uh, is Song Wu. This entire show has cultivated this mentor and mentee relationship with. Oh, for sure. And like I, he's just completely exploiting it in this moment, of where Ali trusts him, and I don't know if I don't think it's naive. It's like I think he has a reason to trust Song Wu, like based off of how he's been treated in the past, you know. And I guess Ali doesn't get the same window into Song Wu that we do, right? Yeah. But I think it's it's naive in the first place to have that trust. Trust anybody in, in this situation. Ha- yeah, right. That's and that's what I mean by that. Not necessarily yeah. that he's naive in general, but just with that in that character in yeah. general. So he comes up with he has this plan where he says, Hey, you know, not every not every two people are going to do this like they're not going to come to a winner in the time limit so we need to find those two and then we'll be able to play team up our marbles and play against them and it's just such a load of horse shit but he mm. he sends him to go f- start counting old people and young people he does this little sleight of hand trick where he says wait wait Ali you, you, you're just holding your marble pouch let's make it safer and he rips his shirt up to create this little lanyard <sighs> And he goes, this, you feel better with this now, right? Yeah. And what we find out is that he filled his sack with rocks and then 
switch the two out so he has all 20 marbles. And he goes up to the guard and he says, hey, you said we could do this any way we want without violence. I have all 20 marbles. Let me out. And the guard obliges. And as Ali's walking around and he comes back and he's Sangwoo, Sangwoo. And he open, he realizes Sangwoo's not there and he opens up his bag to find pebbles. And he's the the look of betrayal and sadness on his face and tears in his eyes. It is just so heartbreaking. And I'm just gonna say it right now. Fuck Sangwoo, dude. Yeah, no, I fucking I Sangwoo is I'm uh I think it's the saddest scene in the whole show. It's it's very sad. And you know, we really like Ali as a character, so that's yeah. part of it. But it's also just like it shows that when you're that kind of nice, you can't survive in a world like this. And uh, I hate. And I mean, I'm not talking so about like our world in particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean like the world they found themselves in. Yeah, of this death game of like. Uh, it's like when people, people talk about people. the show Survivor, right? It's like uh-huh. the nice people on the show Survivor don't last because they get backstabbed in some way and then they get voted off or whatever, right? Yeah. It's a similar idea, just with death instead. Yeah. Permanent. Um, yes. Sungwoo fucking hate uh, the sociopath bitch. I hate him. Uh, but what makes it even worse is like you. He's introduced in one way in the beginning, and you watch like the real him come out over the mm-hmm. course of the game. Yeah. Like not not this game specifically, but the Squid Game overall. Right. Um. And it's just like, you know what he's going to do. Like, you know that he's not going to be fair, you know? And we're not even, we're not even like, we don't get this idea of Sangwoo painted to us by his actions even. It's Gihan saying, oh, he's the best person from this neighborhood and he went to this university and Gihan's the one who talks him up and has this lens for him that's, not not necessarily in awe of him, but almost just like reverence. This guy, yeah, there, there's reverence for him. He's like a legend to him, you know. And mm. and but he, you know, also says, you know, I, I got him into school or what, you know, like the yeah, the <laughs> part of it. But. Don't don't forget me when you get big, you know. Speaking of Gihan, we have to go to his uh, pairing, and he's <sighs> playing with the old man. He has trouble getting the old man to play because this neighborhood reminds him of where he grew up interestingly enough and uh that half the episode is him being like sir please we have to play sir 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 you know we have we have to play this game and eventually he grabs him and starts screaming at him because he's losing his shit and he goes okay i'll play with you but don't yell at me so here's my question to you all right i this i might consider this a plot hole in that okay. Gihan goes up to maybe not a plot hole, but it breaks a rule. Gihan goes up to one of the guards and he's like, hey, this guy's not fucking playing the game. Like he there's something wrong with him. He he's he's not he can't do it, whatever. And maybe this works, but one of the rules is that a player who refuses to play will be eliminated. That's true. Isn't in this scenario if the guards are following with that, those rules, which I I don't, I, I mean we talked about it before. I think the fairness is only 
I think the fairness is bullshit and they only really follow it when it benefits them. Mm-hmm. Um, but technically, I feel like number one is refusing to play. Even so I would say not his fault. I feel like that would still fall under that rule. I would say technically he's not refusing to play. Okay. He doesn't say I'm not playing. He doesn't say n- no. He just goes and does what he's doing, right? Uh, I think, and 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 I think I think in this scenario, the refusing to play would be the timer runs out and they haven't played. Yeah, right. Because I just, there's the I, time. I don't think that. I, I think you're right. But I just, I don't think that's bad writing. I think it just exemplifies how flawed the organization is. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that's what that, that rule says. You know, I don't I, think they're following it. But, but I believe that's how they choose to interpret what they've set, set well, forward. And, okay, in this scenario, say... Um... Say the husband and wife. Let's just use them as an example. Mm. Say they went up to the guard and they said, we're refusing to play. I don't think the the guards would pull out their guns and shoot them on the spot. Mm. I think they would wait the 30 minutes, and then if they refuse to play, they'd shoot them both. You know what I mean? I don't don't think that the guard should have shot, number one, immediately in the moment. I just, I feel like... I guess I should say, because Gihan does go up to the guard and says all this stuff, I think the ambivalence... The or the, the 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 just the guard not caring is the part that doesn't really track with me. I feel like the guard should have gotten involved. Mm. Okay, maybe not enough. like I'm gonna shoot you right now, but like if you don't start playing soon, you're gonna get shot. Mm. You know. I don't know. I think they would have just went by the. Okay, like okay. Here's an example: the uh, red light, green light, right? Mm-hmm. If someone just stood there the whole time and didn't move, they wouldn't shoot him. They'd wait till the timer yeah. ran out, right? But I I think the I do think that the maybe while not doing it explicitly, I do think the old man is refusing to play because Gihan keeps chasing after him, going, well, "Let's play, let's play," and he's like, "I have to find my house." He's like ignoring him. Like, well, right, I, but my, I think that's my, still refusal. My point is, the refusal doesn't come into effect until the timer runs out. Which that might be true, right? Like, because like you I, you could argue like, oh, me staying still in red, the right, like green light the whole time is a strategy. I was playing; I was just waiting until people got out of my way or whatever, right? Or yeah, oh, I mean, like obviously, if someone crosses their arms and puts their honeycomb down, right? Um, uh, uh-huh. then then yeah, but I don't think they would have shot him. Still, they would have waited till the timer ran out. So I, I think, I get what you're saying, and. Uh-huh. I was actually surprised uh, by the response of the guard when Doc Su and, and his lackey were playing. Yes. That so, surprised me as well. To me, I feel like that's par for the course for what they've been doing with what happens with Gihan and, and the old man. In my opinion. But I, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And I think if I were to like... There's also a layer to it that we can't discuss yes yes there is uh i think if i were to be not generous but if i were to look at it from a certain point of view um 
I had something while you were talking and from I've a lost certain it, point of view, the Jedi. From are a, yeah. Yeah. From a certain point of view, I, I think this tracks with the organization and what they like when they decide to enforce rules and when they, when they don't. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Anyway, moving on. Hmm. They start playing and you know, Gihan again is getting his ass kicked by, by the old man. But eventually what seems to be some dementia style um effects uh, come come through where number one doesn't remember what Gihan guessed, odd or even, and Gihan, although you can tell that it really, really makes him feel terrible. He lies to the old man and says, oh, I said even after showing the the marbles. It's very interesting to me because Gihan is, you know, he originally is portrayed as this kind of down on his luck loser, right? Who does, uh, you know, shitty things and is a bad dad and punches his, his uh, wife, ex-wife's husband and, you know, just yeah. does things that yeah. he's at the horse racing track, you know? Yeah. Getting beat up by gangsters like... Throughout this game, they've sort of rebuilt him up as this nice guy. You know, he's he's yeah. putting the sweater around the old man. He's, you know, making sure that Saibyuk uh, is on his team by offering, you know, help. So on and so forth. And so now he's doing this despicable thing by taking advantage of this man's declining mental facilities. And there's yeah. one point where the old man has only three marbles in his hand. And he goes, okay, my my turn. And then closes his hand in front of him and is like, yeah. okay, how many? You know, and it's like, oh, and, you know, he he almost like he plays he, it so well in that moment. Right. He does. But he's like, you can tell it's hurting him. Yeah. Like it's he watches him. He watches the old man who closes his hands and he and he goes, how many? And you can just see on his face. He's like, oh, my God. Right. He's like, seriously, you know, because also in that moment, he thinks those are all the rest of the marbles. Right. He thinks that's it. And so I want to touch on really quickly what you said about how he's acted throughout the rest of the game, because for the most part, I think he's kind of playing a character. I think he's found himself in a situation where he can be not the fuck up, not the person that has messed up with their with their family and their mother and their daughter and their money and like and. And he's really leaning into that throughout most of the game, mm-hmm. because I would argue that the Gihan we get when we get into the game is very different from the Gihan before the games. Yeah. And I, I think that's intentional. I think he's like he's looking at this like this is a situation where I can be I can reinvent myself. And when I get out of here, I'll have not only changed the way I act in here, but I'll also have gotten the money to be able to function this way in society normally. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I would say yes. Like, I think he realizes it's an opportunity to be somebody different. Yeah. But I would argue that maybe he's kind of had this heart of gold all along. Yes. But because I of say his, playing a character. Because of his I, bad situations he's been put in. You know, I think he thinks he's yeah. the protagonist of everything, right? Like, yes. he's one of those people that's like, I'm the I'm the main character. Um, Yeah. But it hasn't turned out like that for him. You know? Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to say that, like, he's faking his kindness. That's not really what I... 
uh, I, I worded it badly, but like, I do think this is a moment where he's like, I gotta, I gotta be who I am on the outside now in order to continue to, to be this better person that I've, I mean, become John, here. You're in the yes. same situation. You're Gihad. Do you do it? Yeah. I, 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 do was too. Actually, I, I was actually going to ask you this question. Can you, could, could you play? I don't I mean, think I could. I'd have to, right? If you're, if I'm in this situation, I feel like I'd have to. I feel like I'm like, yo, I want to get home to my family. And when you're in a situation like that, and this is going to make me sound uh, bad, but you you take any advantage you get. And if that means this guy is fucking up because he has dementia, you, you roll with it. Now it sucks. I, I yeah, yeah. feel good about it. But man, I I I really. I think they did a really good job of having Gihan do this, but not making him seem like necessarily a bad guy for doing it because you can see the turmoil on his face and you can see that he doesn't, he doesn't want to, but he needs to survive. Yes. Like, like uh, to state, to, to, to to wrap this point up and then go back to something else you just said. Um, Yeah. I, I don't mean to be like, He's like, I'm going to let the badness out or whatever. I think it's more of a, I found a better way. Like I, I, I used this game as an opportunity to become a better person. And now in order to take that out into the real world, I need to be the bad person that I was on the outside one more time. And that's why he's so conflicted by it and it hurts him so much uh in terms of could i play this game which was something i was thinking of like i've said um for like a lot of the games i don't think you know until you're in the moment like a lot of people say like i could do this i could do that and i don't i don't i don't think anybody really knows until they're in the situation and it's in front of them and they have to make that choice I don't know if I could play the marbles at all. I don't know. I I just I don't know if I could be responsible for somebody else's death. So you you would you would just let them win? I think I'd do the yeah the the two forty thing. Wow. Okay. I don't know if yeah. I don't know if well, I could. John, do that. if we ever get in the situation, I know who I'm partnering <laughs> up yeah, with. Ex- yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I was like, I'd all right, Sean, go ahead. Blow yeah, yeah. the game. Let's go. Come on. Let's make a snappy. Maybe, maybe in the moment. My uh, maybe in the moment I'm like no fuck this I I want to live you know right but, well that's that's the way you do it is you tell somebody hey man <laughs> I can't do this I can't do this let's play one round da 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 just throw the thing down and then you just you just yeah. go yeah right yeah. sucker and then you actually win <laughs> you 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 pull a song woo so I do wanna I do wanna hear from people in the Discord about this though yeah because like again this is a they keep escalating it because with tug of war you're like you're responsible for somebody else's death but like the five of you are responsible for the deaths of a vague group of five other people or ten yeah or ten um i don't remember how many people were on a team it was ten okay so like us group like we did this all together and like we didn't really we're not like face to face with them they're on the other side of this thing we can't even really see who we're killing with this like this is a different and they purposely, situation. They, they purposely on this time make you think, oh, we'll team up again, and then it's the exact yes. opposite. 
And so but you're just, probably teaming up with somebody that you're fond of or think you could, think is strong, right? Or yeah. your wife. And Ugh. it doesn't work it doesn't work how you want it. Anyway, we got to finish the recap because we did. I'm we so sorry. It. Yes. No, it's I, okay. I, I, no, this is a very interesting episode. I knew we would talk a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to hear from the people in the Discord on whether they think they could do it or not. If they think they could play marbles, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or whatever version of marbles they decide. So Gihan, you know, cheats his way to getting 19 marbles, but he thinks he has 20. So he goes to the guard, and as he's doing it, the old man goes, oh, I have one more, and he pulls it out of his pocket. Yeah. And Gihan goes, wait, what? And he starts counting his marbles in the dirt, and there's 19. And as he turns around, the, the old man's just, he's gone. He's just going down the street. <laughs> I gotta find my old house. I gotta find my old house. And so the rest of that episode is him chasing the old man, trying to get him to play one more round. And finally, the old man finds what he thinks is his house. And they go in. He says, I used to watch my son. I'd come home and I'd watch my son play with his friends. And they had so much fun. I used to hide behind this pole so they didn't know I was watching. But it was so great to watch them having so much fun. And mm-hmm. um, Gihan is just like, we have to play one more. Like you're, you're, you know, he's shaking him, he's grabbing him, and the old man almost like snaps completely out of his dementia and is just like, okay, we'll play one more, but it's all or nothing. Whoever wins gets all the marbles. Uh-huh. And, and Gihan's like, that's not fair. I have nineteen and you have one. And he goes, well, was it fair? To to deceive an, an old friend, yeah, and you a ganbu, a ganbu, and the turmoil on Gihan's face, realizing that he knew the whole time he was he was cheating him. So this raises another question: uh, Do you think the entire time the old man was planning to like to let Gihan win? Absolutely. If he was going along with this, yeah, okay, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think he was playing dumb to see what he would do, and he yeah. failed the test, but he knew that he didn't have much to live for, so to speak, and mm. with the tumor in his head and all that, and so he was going to let Gihan win. And it seems cruel, but, you know, Gihan really was a good guy to him the whole time. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't let this one, you know, um, admittedly, like, admittedly, like, justifiable thing he does to, to to doom Gihan and and take his place right he he goes uh, yeah you know like this that shit that was shitty of you but like yeah I yeah get it you know the old man doesn't try to make him feel bad about it at all he just says hey you know here's the last marble we're gone but we share everything after all and he he thanks him he says you've made this the most fun I've had and that you know and Gihan's just a wreck dude because he and so am I. And so, yeah, so am I, because it's just like, wow, what what a roller coaster. And finally, before he gets shot, um, he says, hey, I remembered my name. It's Il-Nam. Oh, Il-Nam. And then he gets shot, and this really heart-wrenching piano music's playing the whole time during the end of this episode. Is that because... We we split it up, but the way it works... I mean, you've seen the episode, obviously, if you're listening to this, but and the way it works is they, you know super cut all of them together and these people are dying one by one in in a in a in, in a quick fashion and it's just very um i think terrible i think everybody <laughs> dies and then we have the scene of gihan and yeah it, th- this is definitely the last one yeah, that's definitely the yeah, last yeah. one and the the camera zooms out on the little village as he walks away and he's 
the timer ran out. So he's the last one kind of to win, so to speak. Um, and then the episode ends. There's something I want to say because I picked up on it while I was watching, but I'm not going to until yep. we get to mm-hmm. a different point. Um, nope, we're not going to say it because I know nope. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but if you know, you know. Yeah, you know, if you know, you know, there's just there's a thing that happens in this episode at some point that comes back later. And I picked up on it immediately. It's not super apparent if you're not paying attention, I don't think. But um, like, it's not like we're just skipping a plot point and not telling you. No, 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 no. It's just if you're like if you. If you're familiar with how how creators structure stories on a visual medium and like movies and television you're gonna be like they did this thing for a specific reason and it's very clear what i really enjoy about this show is they they do this twice this episode um and then obviously ali we already knew his name but they want you to connect with these characters before they go even if it's a character that only came out two episodes or yeah. two episodes ago, like two forty, right? And they do this thing, they do it twice where the character says, Hey, this is actually my name now. You know, this is my name. Yeah. And yeah. it just makes it that much harder to to see these characters and and their demise. But it's 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 well done. And it's it's not like it's not like exploitative. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not it, it's it's more like it's obviously violent, right? But it's not yeah. just for the sake of violence. It's no. it's about these relationships that develop and and how they're just snapped away. And and I really really enjoy that about the show. This episode is the hardest episode to watch, I think, not because uh-huh. it's not well done or not entertaining, but because it is just very heart wrenching. They they up the stakes so high because, like you said, tug of war you're pulling 10 people down that we don't even know and they're dead. Uh-huh. It's horrifying. It's terrible. But there's a disconnect. But there's a disconnect from it because we there's I don't think there's one person in the tug of war episode that dies that we've met. Yeah. Right? I mean, they do that with a lot of the games. All of our main characters are getting real lucky with the games. And I I do think for some audience members that might trick them into thinking something will get pulled out into this one. Cause they're like, Oh, they've been fine this entire time. They'll continue to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some audience members might get pulled in with that. I, I, I don't think many, but I, I think some people might get that. But just to me, like I said, when, when, as soon as they were split up and they were like, you're playing against each other. I was like, okay. I yeah, know what, I, I, do I know agree. why they lived this long now. I do agree with you for the most part that it's pretty obvious who's going to who's going to live and who's going to die there. Yeah. But I don't think it makes it any less No, 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 no. You know any any less poignant, you know what I mean? It, no, it, I and, agree. And you know, looking back, I'm you know, the fact the that I thought that Ali could live, right? Looking uh-huh. back, but or not looking back, but when I first watched and um, looking back, it's silly because it's like, yeah, you know, that, that's that's not my, my in my head. I was like, oh, that's Ali's important. And it's like, nah, he's not. But they they, they trick you into going, oh, this character is important because we we learned about his backstory in episode two. And, 
you know, the, there's characters still alive that we didn't learn about, you know, and so he needs to survive and da, 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 da. And I think they play on that a little bit with the Song Wu, like what Song Wu's trying to say. You're like, oh, maybe they can survive together, but yeah. it comes off as such a shit eating lie to me that it's like, there's no way. At that point, I knew Ali was dead, right? But like, yeah. starting off, I didn't immediately come to that. And to, to quote a. Uh something that means a lot to me and will make people groan listening, you know, journey before destination, you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, watching this episode, I was like, I know where this is going to end up. I, I can, I can feel it, but it didn't, it didn't make it any, I, I don't think that part matters. I don't, I, I don't think what matters about this episode is who dies. I think it's what they do before they die and how oh, they sure. die that matters. I don't. Sure. Like, I think if you if you're if somebody if you were to sit down to watch this episode and somebody told you this person, this person, this person, and this person are going to die, I don't think it would affect your enjoyment of the episode at all. I agree. I agree. It, you're right. It's the it's it's more about the journey and not as much about the destination. And I don't think that's always true, but I think in this moment it is. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, Sean, uh, who's the MVP of this episode? For me, it's it's uh, G Young. Okay. Um, wow, you said her name. I'm I'm impressed. Uh, I, the final, a final salute. I went and looked it up to make sure, just as, as a send off. G Young. Um, G Young. Um, no family name, just G Young. That's it. Four. Yeah, uh, G Young is mine. I'm just not gonna say anything else. Hmm. You don't have a you don't have a reasoning for it. I have a reasoning for why it's not somebody else. Oh, I see. Okay, that's fair. Uh, my my MVP of the episode is is probably the same. I I think it's a great send off for that character. I think she wormed her way into my heart very quickly. It was only two episodes she showed up. Um, yeah, and. Just just a very well-designed, fun character that, unfortunately, because of the way this show works, meets her demise. And in a mm. way that is horrifying and terrible, but also respectable, right? It's Yeah. She's giving her life so someone else can live. And I don't think it's an honorable sacrifice that I don't think a lot of people have the the chance to make or would. You right. Yes. It's it's, it's I, yeah, very selfless. I agree. Because I don't know. I don't know that I would do what she did. Even even if I was in the exact same situation, I just gotten out of prison. I killed. Uh, I killed my my dad. My mom's uh, dead. I have no family. I still don't know that I would do it. I yes, I agree. I like. I I like I said. I think. I do what she did, but I'm always a big proponent of when you're talking about massive things like this. And even in the real world, when people are like, if I was in this situation, this is what I would do. And they're talking about something really big and life changing and massive. I don't I don't believe that, you know, that like I, I don't believe anybody knows what you're going to do. Until you're there in that moment, for sure. Sure, I and like that's the thing is I I could go either way, but man, it's it's tough to know until unless you're there, right? And hopefully yeah. none of us ever have to be in. Yeah, that I position. really fucking hope nobody ever ends up in the Squid Game. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Even, especially the Mr. B Squid game. What a joke. <laughs> the only the only solace I take is that, as we've uh, pointed out in earlier episodes, I wouldn't make it this far. I would rather be in the real Squid game than the Mr. B Squid game. I just want to <laughs> say that. And no one died in the Mr. B Squid game, okay? <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Dude, okay, can I talk about this fucking Squid Game tweet that... Can I... Can I uh, have you watched I have, the Mr. B Squid Game? I haven't, but I, I saw haven't a tweet either, that actually. made me very upset. Yeah, Mr. Beast didn't tweet it, though. No, 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 I'm not going after Mr. Beast, I'm just going after the internet. I can't find it, but... but So we won't get, we won't get into it, but just somebody was saying, like... Uh, Mr. Beast's Squid Game got more views or like a similar amount of views in less time, so that means it's worth more than the actual yeah, show. I, I just I just pulled it up. So they, oh my god, this is terrible. So it's so dumb. Well, I mean, I think it's not a bad idea. It's wholly unoriginal, right? You're literally just copying something. But basically, what they did is they're playing Red Light Green Light right now. And they oh, I thought attached... you pulled up the tweet. No, I pulled up the actual okay. Squid Game. I don't care about the fucking... Th- yeah, I, yeah. Like, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad that no. they did it. I'm mad at the tweet. <laughs> How is this only a 25-minute video? They must rush through this shit. Is there anybody being Gombus? Oh my god, they're playing marbles. I'm just like... The tweet said, At Mr. B Squid Game's video, 103 million views in four days. It took seven weeks to make... At Netflix's Squid Game series, 111 million views in 30 days. It took 10 years to make. More views, less time, fewer gatekeepers. That's the promise of the creator economy. It's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's a dumb... You're a fucking moron, and if you don't understand why you're a moron, then I can't help you. I can't explain why you're an idiot, because it should just be obvious to you that what you said is one of the dumbest things anybody's ever said on the internet. And it's impressive. So that's what I think about that. Anyways, Wait, he only, he only no. gave him $10,000? The winners? Yeah. Coward. That's What a coward, dude. You, have, you spent way more money to make this, and this fucking video is making you so much money. You coward, Mr. Beast. Give him a mill. Yeah, give him a sweet mill. It has, it has, 148, it has 148 million views. You've given out more yeah. money than $10,000, you coward. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, I don't know why I'm I'm uh, shaming Mr. Beast right now. I like how both of us are really upset about this, but for different, like, different yeah. aspects of it. No, I think that tweet is so dumb. Yeah, yeah. And no, as, someone who, as someone who really likes YouTube and the yeah. fact that someone can just create whatever they want for the most part That's and put awesome. it on YouTube, it's great. To say that it has the same production quality... As a prestige television show is not true. Or even the same worth. Unless it does, right? Unless they they do put that work in. But that is a scripted show. This is a reality TV kind of deal based off the scripted show. There's not the musical elements. There's not the script. There's not the heart. The, yeah. the heart tugging, you and know what I mean? It's just you a can fun do thing. that stuff. You can do that stuff on YouTube. Like that's not it's not me saying like YouTube will never be able to do what what normal television can do. Like 
you can tell really I think one of the greatest one of my favorite fucking stories is Marble Hornets and that's a YouTube series I really love Marble Hornets Uh, I have no idea what that is it's like the original Slenderman like how many views does it have Uh, yeah exactly but like to compare this fucking joke meme to video to like the story that was told over these episodes and the heart in it and the worth and meaning of it and what it tries to say about like society and, and and us as a people to say that that has the same amount of worth as Mr. Beast getting a bunch of people together and having them do a parody of it is like, I think that's a really stupid thing to say. Yeah, for sure. Personally, I agree. I think anybody with a right mind would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, so the MVP of the episode, uh Sean, what's your strategy for this game? Wait, we already did that. Didn't oh, we? yeah, we already did that. I'm I'm out right. of I'm out. See you guys I'm later. Cheating. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, finding I'm... my my strategy <laughs> is I'm finding someone with dementia and taking advantage of them. Or finding That's... me. Yeah, or Sean, because I know Sean will immediately drop let me the win. marble. I will drop the marble. He will let me win immediately. Is there anything else you have to say about this episode? I know we've talked for a long time. This is a, gonna be a longer episode, but I think this is kind of like the the if I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. If I had to rank the Squid Game episodes, this is at least if not the top one, it's top two. I I think it's my I think it's the top one for me, and I would say that I'm gonna reference uh, a different thing, but Game of Thrones. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, so, so I'm talking about. I'm gonna talk about structure. Game of Thrones. Their big episodes like were always episode nine, and then episode ten was like the aftermath, and we're wrapping up everything else. But everything comes to a head in nine. I think everything comes to a head in this episode, and the rest of the season is kind of like, okay, now we're snowballing down to the end, and we're like, we're finishing up. But I, I think this is the most important episode. I think it's a really good episode. I think the only reason the next episode... It doesn't compare, but the only reason the next episode even, like, is something you want to watch is because the game is interesting. I think the next episode <laughs> is my favorite game of, of all of them. Yeah, the game's really cool. I, uh, we'll, and we'll talk about the next episode. On uh, the next episode. On the next episode. The characterization in the sep- next episode's a little little out there uh but yeah, yeah we'll talk about that yeah anyway we want to hear from you guys about your marble strategies we want to hear what was the other thing we wanted to hear oh god i don't remember you were really into hearing about it i know and i don't remember what it was oh god like could okay. you do it was that it not not like no like you I... always ask that too it was something else <laughs> i always ask that yeah you always ask. you always go could you guys do it could you kill another man? And we're, could you kill like, another Sean, man? No, yes. none of us could oh, kill okay. another man. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> no, I think Jim could do it. He's fucked up, dude. Yeah, Jip's a... Yeah. <laughs> dude, don't even get me started on Jip murdering people. Oh, what would you do has. with time travel? Was that... <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was time travel. Yeah, well, if you, if you could go back and do one thing, time traveling, what would you guys do? And why is it killed <laughs> Hitler just before he dies? Not not before he can do any of the terrible things that he no, did. Just before, right he, before dies. he dies, so you can get credit. Yes, 
Yeah, so you can be like, I'm the man that killed Hitler. Dude, I you imagine how much clout I would have if I was the man that killed Hitler, dude? Dude, you know, all I'd the be the one. Views. I'd be the one doing the squid game. I'd be Mr. Beast. You'd have Nomura on the podcast. Yeah, it would be in, it would be intense. Anyway, Sean, I think we're about ready to end this yeah, we episode. Yeah, gotta, I'm, I'm we ready. Gotta go. let's, let's, we got it. We got to uh, go. <laughs> so thank you for listening to Squid Pro Quo with the Squid Boys. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bros and on twitch.tv slash Bros. Sean, where can they find you? You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Everything that I do is in my bio. Also, you can follow him at Legion underscore Rip. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching Uh, or listening. There's no watching yet. I'm working on uh, YouTube. I'm getting the podcast on YouTube and having like a visualization behind it. That is cool. So uh, please look look forward to that. And uh, thank you for listening. Sean, I'm ready to terminate this episode. I'm ready to terminate this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Let me try to regain my voice. Okay. I, I don't three, know. I don't know what that means. I, like I, my my voice is kind of fucked up from being sick, like, so I'm trying to like Ariel and Little Mermaid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotta go on a quest. Did a sea quick. witch right steal your steal your voice? Yeah, that's what it is. That one, the sea witch of um, Utah. <laughs> In the salt, <laughs> the Salt Lake witch. The Salt Lake witch. The Salt Lake Mormon witch. Of Utah. Bye. 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 Bye, 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 b